0: hello welcome back to the talent it's been a minute um the mic was not working for a while geez solos and i was unfortunate i didn't really know what was going on but we fixed it we're back and mlb season we're like 17 games in we're just gonna talk about it. yeah we're just gonna talk about it. um so first up slump watch not even slump watch who is slumping in the mlb who, and like this is surprising names you know we're gonna go out here and say Get the Rangers infield, specifically Seeger and Simeon, the post- supposedly impact players on this team. Let's go look at them. Up. Let's just go look them up. Because the Rangers have been doing bad, as like they have done in recent seasons. But you expected Simeon to come in here, and you expected Seeger to come in here and really put up some numbers. I had high expectations for Corey Seeger coming into the season, but he's freaking failing me right now. Marcus Simeon's hitting one of. 88 on the season he has let me see he has zero home runs two steals 15 k's and seven walks six rbis like marcus simeon last year being a top three mvp candidate in the al with his time at the blue jays is now sitting at a 510 ops and a 0.2 war not that war really matters this far into the season still a great glove obviously but only six rbis only i mean no home runs 12 hits and 64 at bats. We know he's going to pick it up. The scary part is the 250 slugging. like That's really low for him. He's always high slugger. And, like, yeah, it's the beginning of the season. But it is what we have to go off of right now, and that's what we're going to go off right now. We're going to go look at more of his specific as he's swinging and a-missing. He's striking out 21% of the time. Um, That's about his career average, so it must just be a problem of really getting the ball into spots where the defenders are not um Marcus Simeon's a great power hitter I'm sure I'll clean it up this year his hard hit percentage is 24 that's l- the lowest on his career so far as I said that will go up he's got a 23 percent line drive rate so yeah I mean it, it, it's probably gonna go up I mean not probably it's all gonna go up he's just getting unlucky right now and uh, you can expect to see Simeon getting back to his normal numbers, maybe not last year's numbers, but getting up to you know his his normal numbers again. Um, next up, anyway, I just said Corey Seager. Corey Seeger's in here. He's one of the best shortstops you have in this league. He's only batting two fifty eight with a home run, a three twenty three slug. He's batting, like I said, two fifty eight on base, three oh nine, a six thirty one OPS. These aren't even like terrible numbers. He sells a ninety OPS plus, but you wanted Corey Seager to you want him to be you want him to be an MVP conversation numbers wise, for you um for the Rangers that's what you paid him for. I mean you know he got a pretty large contract. He needs to put up numbers. He's got ten year three twenty five. If you are gonna begin him thirty two and a half million a year, you need to put him. You need him to put up big numbers, and he's he's gonna do that eventually. But right now he's just he's just struggling early in the year. The home run rates are down across the league compared to the last like six seasons, especially twenty nineteen, obviously with the juice balls. Um, so you're just seeing lower numbers and balls are just not they're just not going out. I don't know if it's the baseball or if it's the humidifier things that they put in like thirty ballparks this year, but apparently I think that would help it fly out. So that's just interesting thing to watch there. He's striking out sixteen percent of the time. He's got a line drive rate of 31% hard. He's hitting the ball hard 40% of the time, which is by far the lowest on his career so far. So he's going to get it going. He's obviously not actually like an an issue his robo, which is um like a it's like a player's contributions in proportion to like their actual run value. I think that's like the official calculation, but it's far lower right now than it's ever been. And we, we just don't really got to worry about him. His BABIP's really low. It's not even in the threes yet. If you don't know what BABIP is, that's batting average on, like, balls and plays, So, like, eliminates home runs that eliminates strikeouts. And usually you want, you know, at least a three is a really good player. Um, but he's sitting there at 294. He's going to get together. But he is slumping. I mean, you just don't like to see that. You really don't like to see that. You Seager and Simeon, you, you, you wished one of them. Would just be the same that they usually are. And they are going to get together. Probably both going to finish in at least the 850 and above range of OPS. I expect I expected Seegers to be higher this year than Simeon's. Because Simeon just had an absurd year last year. But we will see. Next up on the slump watch. Eddie Rosario and Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson he had like two multi-hit games and seven games. But he, then he had no-hit games in those other five. He's been atrocious this year. Striking out about 45% of the time. Um, he hasn't even been like amazing on defense as usually. He's not been bad. He's not like making errors. But the Braves have been having trouble turning two in general. It's just been tough this year. Uh, Swanson, he's getting a lot of hate, um, including from me. He cut his hair. That's probably the issue. And we're just hoping he gets it together for that one historic month that he'll have for shortstops. Not historic, just above above league average in like July or something. He'll go off. Or at least we hope so. We don't. We hope we don't have to go into the minor league system for Dansby Swanson there. Eddie Rosario, literally, like this is the definition of a World Series hangover. You would think, but yesterday was announced that he is having surgery on like his retina or something like that. He'll be out seven to nine weeks. So you hope him making airs in the field and being sucky at the plate. Was because his eyes weren't working. And eyes are important for baseball. So, yeah, I'm not going to blame too much Eddie Rosario for the slump watch. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to freak out over that. But, you know, we hope he comes back better. Because the rest of the, the top of the lineup for the Braves is doing great. You, know, you, got, you got Azuna. He's killing it. Matt since killing it. Most hits in the NL. Uh, Ozzy is tied for the league in home runs with six. So the NL. I, I think the whole MLB was six. With, like, CJ Krohn. And um I don't know who else is tied with him right now. But... Top of the lineup's doing their thing. Austin Riley's having a great year. And then the bottom of the lineup sucks. Yeah, you know, Guillermo Jaradia. Yeah, Swanson. Travis Arnault's playing pretty well. Manny Pena, the backup catcher,'s not doing that well, though. And uh, Adam Duvall. Oh, he could be on slump watch. Goodness. Adam Duvall's on slump watch. Pretty much, if you're in a 6, 7, 8, 9 spot for the Braves, you're on slump watch. I mean, but Swanson, especially, and Eddie, because of what they did in the postseason last year, you hope they would do good, but they're a little hungover. So, yeah. Next up on Slump Watch, we got Carlos Correa, the new Minnesota Twin, which hasn't been a big issue because the Twins hit a lot of, hits, hit a lot of balls. But so far, Carlos Correa is batting 192 with one home run, three steals, and a 577 OPS. I mean, he's going to get better. He's top three shortstop in the league, no question. His, his glove's still good. He has a line, dr- line, drive, line drive rate of 23%. That's about his average. His strikeout rate is through the roof right now, though, at 31%. That will come down, hopefully. Man, we hope that comes down. But, you know, it's just fun to see, like, at the beginning of the year, how these players are doing. I, I can't I really tell you why he's sucking. Maybe it's because he's now in the AL Central. But let's see who the Twins have played. I'll just go look. All right, well, they started out their season... Against the Seattle Mariners, an okay pitching staff. Then they played the Dodgers for two games, fantastic pitching staff. Then they played the Red Sox for four. The Red Sox don't have a great pitching staff. Could've put up numbers there and then played the Royals, not another not great pitching staff. Play the White Sox, great pitching. Great pitching. And that's where we're at. So yeah, no, he hasn't even gone against that many hard guys. I was gonna consider the fact that the Twins are in a much harder division than he used to be going up against the Angels and the A's and the Rangers and the Mariners pitching staffs. And against going up against the Guardians and the White Sox pitching stats but he started out fairly easy year with the Red Sox and the, and the Royals in that mix. So that's not an excuse. Carlos Correa is going to clean, oh, clean, clean clean it up. Words are hard today. His BABIP's at two seventy three. He's going to get it up. Come on, Correa. You have an opt you have an opt out year if you want it. And he's getting paid big money in Minnesota. It was it was rumored that it was just going to be short term? He's going to be done after this year and go get even more, but. Announced today he's fine with staying around long-term because he likes into Minnesota. Man, you know, maybe he just wants to stay there and ball out with Byron Buxton, the best player in the freaking MLB, in my opinion. Okay, next up on Slump Watch is Jose Altuve. You know, it's just a lot of these guys that were in the World Series last year, and they're getting affected. And you can see it in their numbers, except for Jordan Alvarez. I think he's still balling. Um, Jose Altuve at 167 batting average, one home run for Altuve this year, that's weird, Um, he's only had 36 at-bats, that's not a lot, but 167 batting average, 6 hits and 36 at-bats, 3 RBIs, 2 steals, and an on-base percentage of 268 with an OPS of 518, yeah Altuve, you guys all know Altuve, he's a good player. And you know he's going to clean up. He'll probably get back to his normal average of about whatever, like two, like 270, 275. He's actually, he's honestly varied all throughout his career. Like, I'm pulling it up now. He's had a 346 one year, and then he had a 316, then a 219. Like, I mean, this guy's weird. But I, I would assume he's going to be back at 275 by the end of the year with however many home runs he's going to hit. You know, he's, he's probably going to hit you around. 29 home runs if he stays healthy all year so yeah Jose Altuve um his strikeout rate is 25% That's like 9% above his average everyone's just striking out you know, he's not hitting the ball hard he's only hitting the ball hard 20% of the time so that's kind of concerning he's not barreling it up the line drive percentage is down um fly ball 23% ground ball he's in a ground ball 50% of the time we gotta clean that up Jose but I actually don't really have to, because screw the Astros. I actually don't even screw them. Their Space City jerseys were freaking awesome. So, yeah. Next up, you know, it was sad with the slump watch. Who is hot to handle? C.J. Crone for the Colorado Rockies. Must be hot up there early this year. C.J. Crone, I mean, if you if you listen to our past episodes, you know I love C.J. Crone. I had him, the fifth best first baseman in the league, and people called me foolish. They called me stupid. And I said no. CJ's gonna slug because that's what CJ does, and he is. He has six home runs this year, that's tied for the league lead, and he's also up there in hits, and he's also up there in batting average. So I don't want to hear the CJ Crone slander anymore. I'm sick of it. I- I'm freaking sick of it. He's got 17 RBIs. That's third in the league. CJ Crone is an exceptional hitter. He's one of the best first basements we have. So I don't want to hear no more CJ Crone slander think he had to walk off this year too cj crone's awesome no more hate on cj crone 919 ops six home runs and 64 at bats 266 batting average yeah i know he's in cores i don't care he's still hitting bombs and he still hits bombs on the road so cj crone is not to be messed with hard hit percentage 50 percent of the time he's in the ball hard It's only a fly ball, 28% of the time. Ground ball, 41%. Line drive, 24%. These are good numbers. His Babbitt's a 275, but that's because he's handing the ball out, and that's subtracted from BABIP. So, he's scoring runs, too, 29% of the time when he is on base. So, the Rockies are just slugging. He's striking out 28%. The whole league's high up. He's in a home run 8.8% of the time. That ain't a joke. He's walking 2%. So, he's literally just slugging and hitting the ball out of the freaking park. Go, C.J. Cron, I love you. Next up, personally, another one of my favorite. Like, all these guys I'm loving coming into the season are performing, if, except for the Braves. But if you want me to love you, if you want to do good, just have me love you. I'll, I'll do it. I'm a loving guy. I'm here for the greater good. No one Arenado on this series. And 339 with five home runs. 6.78 slugging with 400 on base percentage. An OPS plus of 221. I've never even seen that. He's he's crazy. He's already at 1.4 WAR in the year. Good night. And if you have keeping up with baseball at all or follow baseball accounts on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, you have seen Nolan Arenado's highlights. He, he just makes absurd plays in the field like he has his whole career. Also has 14 RBIs this year. Um... Wow, I just totally lost my train of thought. But he's just so good. Ground ball percentage of 17%. That's not realistic that he's going to keep that up all year because in the rest of his career, he's hit about 26% ground ball rate. And a lot of it, actually, no. On the career, he's hit like 32% ground ball. So it's going to go up. But right now, it's nuts. Line drive 30% of the time. He's getting a hard hit percentage of 30% of the time. And a fly ball, twenty percent. This guy's unbelievable. He's walking nine percent of the time, hitting home runs eight percent of the time. Gosh, three sixty six, Babbitt. This guy's awesome. I mean, if you don't love Nolan Arnada, you don't you don't love baseball the way he does it with his glove and he does it on the offensive side. And if like, I'm a freaking Braves fan, yeah, the Cardinals beat us in the playoffs brutally a few years ago. But if I were not a Braves fan and I had to pick a team to root for, I'd go for the freaking Cardinals. You know, you got Nolan Arnado, Adam Wainwright, Tyler O'Neill, another guy that's hot. And I told y'all he was good. I got him like seventh on my outfielder list. And again, I got a little bit of hate for that. Tyler O'Neal's fantastic. And then you got Yachty, and you got Pujols. Let's go, Cardinals. I mean, not really. But I'm not going to be mad if you do do good. So go Cardinals. Next up on the hot list. The Cleveland Guardians, just as a freaking hole, you know, you have Jose Ramirez in a grand slam for you. you, have Shane Bieber on the bump, they're winning like, they, I think they have like nine wins this year, if I'm not mistaken, and the, the Guardians were like heck of disrespected coming in here, okay, they're 7-9, Never mind. that's still pretty good for them, if they finish as a 500 team, that's above what people said they were gonna do and the guardians have been a fun team to watch you had steven kwan this year too just absolutely hitting and they're just getting a lot of hits and you gotta love it the hit leader in the league right now owen miller for batting average batting 455 a little bit less at bats than other people he's in 455 though gosh like what's up with the guardians why are they so good this year to add on while i just saw a notification pop up isn't it super pop up pop up isn't it so cool that they're doing the technology thing with the pitcher and the catcher to coordinate the signs. No, it's not. It's stupid. If your team does it, that's dumb. I don't like that. Oscar Mercado is also doing great for the um, Cleveland Guardians. This team's just hitting for no reason. Ahmed Zaria's hitting pretty well. And so Fran Mel Reyes, once he gets gets picked up, picked up, picks it up, you know he's a slugger. Steven Kwanda, 956. And if you follow baseball, I know you saw the Yankees stuff the other day with um, Miles Straw in the outfield, and they were talking all that crap, and he you know, did innings, and they had a walk-off or whatever, just, like, in the gap. Or I can't remember if it was a home run or if it was in the gap or something like that. But, and then all the Yankees fans were trying to trash at him. Yankees fans, like, I don't know why we're acting like this is new. I feel like I see that every week. I feel like I see it every day. The Yankees fans suck. So, Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. I mean, it was, it was really kind of weird to see l- literally them throwing trash on the field. And Aaron Judge turns around. Ruined a perfect game. Ruined an awesome game to see. An awesome regular season game. Because then all the Yankees players turned around and they saw what was going on. And you're just like, oh, crap. Our fans are throwing trash at our opponents. And that just takes away from the win. Like, you just don't really feel good about yourself after that. So, Next player on the hot list, Jock Peterson, the brave hero for getting us into the playoffs, like he's doing so well this year, he has a one one seven nine OPS, a two forty two OPS plus seven eight seven slug. He hits the ball harder than anyone right now, and he's hitting it thirty six percent of the time, and he's on base thirty nine percent of the time. He's an exceptional player. He's Ten RBIs. How did Jock Peterson get a steal? I need to look that up. That makes no sense to me, but. I mean, he's he's out of this world right now. We clearly picked wrong by re-signing Eddie and, um, wow, Duvall rather than Jock and Soler. I don't know, not doing that great, but Jock for sure. Jock's just, he's killing it. You know, I'm not saying Eddie can't pick it back up and he comes back from eye surgery, and Duvall's not going to pick it up. After all, he was the RBI leader last year, but Jock Peterson is, uh, he's striking out 19% of the time. He's, again, a home run 12% of the time. Oh my gosh, he's getting a home run twelve percent of the time. Jeez, he's hitting the ball hard sixty-one percent of the time. Jock Peterson is unreal and he's doing it for the San Francisco Giants. The Giants, whoever I don't know like I don't know staff that well. I know substaff. I don't know the Giants staff that well. Whoever their hitting coaches or whatever, like their staff just does so good of resurrecting careers, resurrecting pitchers especially, resurrecting apparently hitters i like, get their team's so old like how are they so good they have brandon crawford and jock peterson and buster posey just and they just lost buster posey and they lost brian i just don't understand the san francisco giants how they're so good every year like they're gonna they're gonna be amazing and the whole nls is that way right now like the dodgers are obviously nuts and the um the freaking padres San diego are nuts so, like, that race is going to be so good unless one of those teams falls off. And I'm excited to watch it. Um, other news, like I just said, the Padres are slugging without Manny Mach- or without Tatis because Manny Machado is in his MVP form right now. Like, he could win the MVP this year if he keeps that up. I don't think he will. He's not going to win MVP, but he's pretty nuts. So, Manny Machado is hot. You Darvish is hot. Um, Joe is pitching well, is doing pretty good, Jerickson Profar, they have a rookie, C.J. Abrams is doing well, um, he's hitting ninth for them, he's not like great, but he's doing well, Luke Voigt's only the like, kind of slow spot, he just came in there and hit home runs, because that's what they do, um, so that team's doing good, and the All-In-All-West is fun to watch, the Rockies, as I said, are doing good, and then there's the Diamondbacks, We had a fun little beer thing, Seth Beer, shout out my high school, Lambert High School walk-off, um, yeah, the Diamondbacks aren't good, but the other four teams are, they're doing great right now. The Rockies are an actual threat. The other three, team, other three teams are going to be fun to watch. The Dodgers, Freddie Freeman got off to a slow start so he played the Braves and hit like three bombs that series. He hit two bombs that series. The first one was scripted, so there's that against Oscar Yanoa. And then Cody Bellinger is now back to apparently his 2019 form. Mickey Betts started off slow. He's starting to pick it up. Justin Turner, Max Muncy are just doing their things. Um, Trey Turner's doing very good, so the Dodgers are what we thought they were gonna they're going to be. Their their pitching actually just does not look as crazy as it did. Walker Buehler had a complete game, but that was against the Diamondbacks, so it it's really not a complete game at all. And the Braves got Walker Buehler as we do. So yeah, I mean they look good, but I, I want to call them hot because we expected it, you know. So whatever. Next up. I have the Marlins pitching staff. Um, Pueblo Pablo Lopez is sorry, I'm really botching the names today. Pablo Lopez has a 0. .52 ERA and he's two and on the year. He's just pulling up an exceptional year with a 0. .75 WHIP. The batting average against them is a .164, and then you also got the guy that most of us know. Sandy Alcantara, 1 0 in the year, 1.86 ERA. is a 1.09 whip with 15 Ks. Lopez has 17 Ks. These guys throw fast. Like, they throw extremely fast. And with some action. Both, uh, like, oh, when we had to go against Lopez, he was just gassing. And we had to go against Lizardo. And Lizardo's not even that great. Lizardo's got a 3.77 ERA. That's good too. And that's their fourth. That's the third best ERA they have on their team for starters. Yeah. And then they also have Trevor Rogers. Like this, they're starting pitching a stack. Jazz Chisholm is also killing it for them in the leadoff spot. He's gotta be an everyday player. He's one of the great lefties. I talked about him a lot in our um, second baseman rankings or shortstop rankings. Um I think I can yeah, we count him as second baseman rankings. Yeah, because Mickey Rojas is short. So Jazz Chisholm. He's leading the league in steals. I picked him, actually, preseason to lead the league in steals. And he also has four home runs. He had a lead-off home run against Anderson the other day against the Braves. The Marlins, they're doing well for their team. But I don't think they'll keep it up all year. But, yeah, they look good. Um, I just They're hot. The The starting pitching's hot. And before we know it, they're going to trade away Jazz, Chisholm, Sandy Alcantar and Pablo Lopez and Jesus Lizardo. And they're going to get another new young guys like they always do and then trade them away. I just don't get why they signed Jorge Soler. It's an $18 million a year contract if they're not going to try to win games. But, you know, what do I know? Next up, Kyle freaking Wright for the Braves, 1.09 ERA, I think. And he's, he's just dealing. He's got this nasty, like, 97-mile-an-hour two-seamer that just freaking flies inside. And I've been watching Kyle Wright forever. We've seen him make a few playoff performances. He was always one of those guys that he was going to either put – pitch a shutout or he's gonna give up nine in the first and this year he's putting together the shutout Kyle Wright and we freaking love to see it. I think he's fourth in strikeouts in the league and if he can get good and we get if Sorok can come back to half to what he was this this starting pitching for the Braves is gonna be nasty Morton's been struggling he could be on slump watch not really but Morton's just he's he's been consistent his whole career you got to think about the leg thing and kind of practice that much sure we'll sure I'm sure he'll get going other news, not hot or not, or not slump watch and all that jazz. Miggy Cabrera, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. That's awesome. I mean, being, being in the 3,000-hit club is just incredible. If you watch the Yankees' um, Tigers game when you only need one more hit, they intentionally walked Cabrera with a guy on second and third, which was just so stupid. I was like... I mean, not stupid, it was a smart play by the Yankees' manager, but all those Tiger fans that bought tickets for on their feet were just so pissed off. And then, um, who was it, Austin Meadows hit a little blooper single, and they built up on the lead anyway, and Cabrera came off the field, and he was like, it's okay, guys, we're winning, Like you know, as Cabrera would. And then he got to hit the next game against the Rockies, and everyone went crazy, and then the next at-bat, the new great in Detroit, hopefully, Spencer Torkelson just went yard and Torkelson, I think, now has three or four home runs on the year as a rookie. He's doing great. I had his signed rookie card, and I sold it two years ago. Hopefully, I don't regret that too much. Or last year. Hopefully, I don't regret that. But, oh, gosh, that was dark. That really got me thinking. Um, Yeah, Torkelson hit a home run. Mickey Cabrera is one of the best just pure hitters in the league. I was listening to John Boy, and they talked about, Trevor Plouffe was talking about when he was in the league, he'd go – and watch Miggy Cabrera do his BP. And then he'd just constantly hit him opposite field. and Then he'd hit him to center. And then last, he'd maybe do a full pull shot, full pull hits. And that just shows, like, he's just different going opposite field. And it, and it made sense that I think his 3,000th hit was opposite field. And that's just awesome to see uh, for Cabrera. And he's one of the best hitters, especially of my time, one of the best hitters of all time. So that was awesome. And we, we can see Torkelson and Baez most likely just in Akil Badu, that young court. Great for the Tigers in the future. Next up, one of my favorite players, favorite player in the AL, Byron Buxton. They're just just i'm out of he's better than baseball this year. Uh since 2019, the twins are 124 and 73. That's a 101 win pace on the season with a 20 200 plus 233 run differential when Buxton plays. I mean, because he's a platinum glo- glover and center, and he's a silver slugger at bat, and he's an MVP caliber player i picked him to win the mvp this year if he stays healthy and as of now it's looking like it i mean you know sadly he has to compete with shohei otani but i think he can win it i think he'll have a high nines and war um the other 203 games he hasn't played so those games since 2019 124 and 73 101 win pace the other 203 games he missed they are 94 and 109 on a 75 win pace with a negative 97 run differential that's crazy. Like, that's ni- what, 97, okay, plus that's 330 run differential when he's playing or not. Obviously, it's not just him. There's a lot of factors and stuff. But just that number, like, you know, that just shows he does have an effect on the game. Huge. Um, In his last 162 games, he has an 8.4 war. Buxton's awesome. One of the fastest guys in the league. He's one of the best fielders in the league. He's one of the best hitters in the league. And that's all I got to say about the matter. That's all I got to say. Other news to close this out. The Yankees announced today, or it was announced the Yankees today, did cheat a little in 2016. But they said it was only so they could watch the catcher signals and then relay them to the second baseman in games. They didn't use the center field camera like the Astros did. So take with that what you want. Yankees are just as bad. I don't know. But I think everyone was cheating a little bit. It's gonna be fun to see if the home runs go up at all this year. I hope they do, because it makes it fun. Or just the in play. I'm sick of the strikeouts, guys. Get a bat on a ball. I know spring training or short. It's not an excuse. Let's get it together. Something else I found interesting. Matt Olson's leading the league in doubles. He's slow as heck. He's so slow, but I know he just hits him down the line over and over and over. He's leading the league in doubles. So go Matt Olson. Go Matt Atlanta. Even though Freddie's hit a few more bombs, Matt Olson is he's still in a one-dot OPS. So Matt Olson's killing it. Thanks for tuning in. I went really fast. I had so much to cover, but yeah, go Braves, War Eagle, and thanks for tuning in. See ya.